Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for following Jesus. If we haven't met yet, my name is Tony and I am your host. After spending over a decade in the local church, I now work for a nonprofit ministry called Spirit and Truth, where our number one goal is to do awakening and equipping events for the local church. What does that mean? It means that we walk alongside people who know Christ to help them follow Christ more closely. And that's exactly the goal of this podcast. Every time we get together, whether it's an interview or a monologue episode, we want to help you move closer to Jesus because when you move closer to Jesus, your life will change. So uh, today we're going to continue our series on prayer and going through the ACTS method, the ACTS method. And today we're going to talk about the C. So if you've ever wondered about confession, about what that looks like in your life, in your prayer life, in your ministry, um, that's really what we're going to dive into today. I'm super, super excited about it. I think it's going to be super helpful. And if it is helpful, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a rating, a review on iTunes or Spotify. It does go a long way to help spread the word about what God is doing on this platform. All right. So if you haven't listened to last week, uh, let me kind of give you a quick recap. We're talking about the power of prayer. And we all know that prayer is important. Everyone who follows Christ is going to say that prayer is one of those things that we all have to do in the relationship. So one of the questions that I get asked a lot is like, how do I pray? What does it look like? Uh, how do I do it well? And that's kind of what we're going to dial into over the next several weeks. I'm going to take you through a method that I recommend when I'm discipling guys and gals, when we're pouring into their life we talk about this concept, and the concept is ACTS, A-C-T-S, ACTS, A-C-T-S. And last week, if you want to go back and listen, uh, ACTS, the A is adoration, right? So adoration, what's that mean? It means to adore. It means to be intentional about how you posture your heart. That is the idea of adoration. So go back, listen to that episode, uh, and today we're going to look at the C, which is confession, confession, the idea of sharing something outside of what we would normally share. No one likes confession, right? That the legal definition is a formal statement admitting that one is guilty of a crime or a statement setting out uh, essential religious doctrine, meaning that it's a confession of faith. It's a doctrine of faith. We're going to focus more on the first one, a formal statement admitting that one is guilty. In this case, we're not going to take it to a crime, but we are going to take it to sin. So maybe before we even start, we should talk about sin, because I think the North American church really messes up sin. Sin is anything that separates us from God. It's what we, we see in Genesis 3 and the garden. The very first sin is this disobeyment of God, right? So when we sin, we separate ourselves from God, and in that separation, that space between the fullness of life with Christ and where we actually are, there's always a consequence. So we know that there's a consequence for sin. Confession is the admittance of that sin. It's saying, hey, I messed up here. I did something wrong, and it's on me. It's owning the reality of the situation that I have fallen short. Now, if you've got kids, you're super familiar with confession, 
because you're either trying to get one or you are getting one or you're frustrated because you should be getting one. And I think God feels the same way about us. He wants us to see our sin, not because he's a vengeful God, but because he's a graceful God. And as we understand the depths of our sin, we understand the depths of God's grace. Here's the problem. If we don't confess, if we don't know our sin, if we don't acknowledge what we've done wrong, how can we ever fully embrace what God has done for us? So confession is an admittance that we have fallen short of the fullness of life with Christ, the life that Christ designed us for. Confession is this outpouring of our heart. So if we think about it from a practical standpoint in prayer, prayer starts with an adoration. Lord, this is who you are. This is all the things that you've done, right? We talked about the psalmist last week. This is what I've seen. This is what I've experienced. This is who you are. And then from adoration, you can go right into confession because confession is acknowledgement of who we are, right? That we are sinful, wretched people, as Paul would say. We're the people who need grace. I love the way that that Paul talks about it in 1 Timothy. He says, we are all sinners of which I'm chief amongst you. See, one of my, this is a side note, by the way, one of my kind of pet peeves with the North American church is that we've put such a negative connotation around sin, but yet everyone I know admits to being a sinner. Friends, we got we to gotta lay off the gas pedal on that. We got to be okay with somebody calling out sin because when we call out sin, we get the opportunity to confess, to experience the fullness of life with Christ through grace, through grace. I love the way that first John chapter one says it. So first John chapter one, this starts at verse five. It says, this is, this is the message we've all heard him and declare to you. God is light in him. There is no darkness at all. If we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in the darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. But if we walk in the light as he in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. Verse eight, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Verse nine, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. If we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word is not in us. Okay, there's lots to unpack here, but let's take a look at it starting at verse five. God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. So we think of light as fullness of life with Christ. It's the full life that God wants to give us. It's all the promises that we see in scripture. It's the the restoration, it's the hope, it's the love, it's the peace, right? God is all of those things. In him, there is no darkness. There is no sin in God. Okay, so verse six, if we claim to have fellowship with him and yet walk in darkness, we lie and do not live out the truth. So if we claim to be a follower of God and we sin, and we sin, we do not live out the truth. We do not live out the life that Jesus lived. Verse seven, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son purifies us from all sin. This is the gospel, right? That Jesus loves us so much that he redeems our sins. He brings us back to the fullness of life with Christ. So if you think about this, like a straight line, sin pulls us off the line. It creates a space. 
There's consequence for sin in this space. The blood of Christ through what Jesus did on the cross brings us back to the fullness of life and purifies us from all sin. It makes us whole again. Now, verse 8 gets a little bit more specific, gets in our crawl a little bit. If we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Friends, I know you know this, but a lot of Christians walk around acting like they're not sinners. And not only is that not a good look for the church, but it's, it's deception. We must live in God's grace in order to experience the fullness of truth. And so if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Jesus is not in us if we claim to live without sin. Verse nine, if, if you and I, if we confess our sins, he, Jesus is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10, if we claim we have not sinned, we make him out to be a liar and his word not in us. Now, verse 10 is a reminder that God already knows we're all sinners. And so if we say that we're not a sinner, you're saying that you know more than God, which is crazy, right? So we, we don't want to make God out to be a liar. Well, how do we do that? We confess. We confess as a way to be purified from all unrighteousness. When I confess my sins, when I confess my sins, I give Christ the opportunity to purify me from my sins, bring me back into the fullness of life with Christ. It's like being fully restored by the blood of Jesus. Okay, so let's get practical here. When you're praying, what does that look like? Well, sometimes it looks like a confession, like a list. Lord, forgive me for what I have done. I've done, I've been egotistical. I've been prideful. I've been angry. I've been not a good husband, not a good father. You can list all the things out, right? List out all the sins. That's one way to confess sins. Another way to confess sins is to spend time with God in silent, right? Write them out. See them on paper. Look at them, right? Lord, search my heart. Help me see what I've done wrong with your eyes, right? It's a, it's a posture as much as it is an act in this case. I know that I'm a sinner. I'm not going into the prayer knowing exactly what I'm going to confess, but I want a contrite heart. I want God to know that I'm already sorry for the sins that I know I made. I mean, gosh, if you drive up and down the highway, you're going to sin. I promise. Just so hard to not be mad out there. So here's the thing. We approach prayer. We approach this relationship acknowledging that God needs to be adored. And I need to confess. And now watch what happens when we do those things. God stays in the right place. And so do I. When we confess our sins, we live into the fullness of life with Christ through the redemption that he gives us by the blood on the cross. Verse 9 of 1 John chapter 1. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just, and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I approach my prayer 
like it's an Instacart. And I'm just listing all the things I want on there. When the truth is, is I need to start out in a posture that reminds me I am not God. I am sinful. And I need to confess so that I might live into the fullness of life with Christ. All right, friends. Well, that's the A, adoration. The C, confession. Next week, we're going to hit Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. It'll be a good one. The best way to make sure you don't miss it, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. As a reminder, these come out every Thursday night, Friday morning. They're there for your listening pleasure. 15 minutes or less, these monologue episodes. The interview episodes are also great, so would love to hear your feedback. If you want to connect with me, the best way to do that, Instagram is the easiest place to find me, at TWMILT, at T-W-M-I-L-T. You can also find out more information about Spirit and Truth by checking out their website, spiritandtruth.life. And remember, friends, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move.